Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thanks for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Three Things That Decreases Favor. You know, it says in Luke that Jesus increased in favor with both God and man. And there's wisdom that will cause us to increase in our favor. There's things that we can do that will draw God to us, that will draw others to us. There's things that we can do that will actually make people want to resist us and not want to hear us or include us. So what are the three things? And obviously there's more than these three, but I want to mention these today. Number one, Favor is decreased by a condescending, prideful attitude. Scripture is full of verses that tell us that God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. James 4, 1 Peter 5, you can find that humility creates grace or causes grace to flow to us. But pride is an interesting thing that manifests at times in ways that we don't expect. As a speaker, I realize this, that if I believe that I'm superior to those that I'm speaking to and my job is to fix them and help them to get it, my favor is not going to be very high. I realize that one of the greatest things that I can do is believe I'm partnering with what God is doing in great people. And I'm part of a process to unlock who they really are. That attitude creates a healthy attitude, a healthy belief system, which ultimately is going to create life-giving, empowering words. Matthew 12, 34 says, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so what I actually believe about the people that I'm speaking to is going to dramatically increase the life, if it's basically if it's good beliefs, it's going to increase the life-giving flow of my words. You know, we'll, we'll be more prone to use words like we instead of you. You need to do this. Now, we need to do this. Simple little things like that. We won't use, we won't overuse phrases like you must, you need to, you ought to, you have to. Those, those phrases will, will decrease because we're actually understanding that one of the greatest things we do is to help them understand who they are. It's difficult for people to consistently do what they don't believe they are. And so number one way of to decrease favor is to have pride, is to believe you're speaking to people who are not history makers, don't have much potential. Your job is to fix them. That will decrease favor. Number two way to decrease favor is to not give people the benefit of the doubt. I believe it's a good default in most situations to give people the benefit of the doubt. Now, I've learned this the hard way, and I'm sure you've 
who are listening would, would agree with me. You've learned this the hard way. You think you understood a situation. You think you understood why somebody did something or you judge somebody about something and then you found out later you were totally wrong. You know, it, it's bad enough if, if, if you were wrong and you just realized you had a bad attitude. But it's worse if you've actually prejudged a person and in conversation assumed some things about the person, about what they did that wasn't even true. It hinders favor. It, re- it causes people to really not be able to trust you. It, it causes people to assume that you really don't believe the best about them. So I found this out. When we think we know why somebody did something, or when we think we know, we understand exactly what they did, it's really wise to take the extra effort to ask some good questions to really make sure you understand or to make sure that you understand the reasons that are behind the actions that happened. It'll save you a lot of grief. It will keep your heart, it'll keep your beliefs on and your love on for people, which is so important. You know, we, we tend to judge other people by their actions and judge ourselves by our motives. <laughs> we tend to judge other people by their actions and ourselves by our motives. I meant to do well. My heart was in the right place. But we don't tend to give that same grace to others. So, a second way to decrease your favor is not to be in the habit of giving other people the benefit of the doubt, but just to quickly judge and to quickly assume that you think you understand what people have done and why they have done it. (laughs) All right. Here's the third thing that decreases favor. It's this. Talking too freely about other people. Especially if, I mean, obviously, if it's negative. Talking too freely about other people. Telling others, you know, it's amazing that other people gossip, but we don't. (laughs) We're just sharing needful information. We're just processing through what we've experienced. But we don't really understand that when we do that and when we release negative attitudes about people to others, that's a major favor decreaser. Obviously, if it gets back to the person we're speaking about, that's not healthy. I remember a time when I was in a situation probably 25 years ago, I was venting to a secretary who was working in the ministry I was at and about a person and I didn't realize that the person I was venting about was standing right behind me while I was doing that. Ouch! That hurt. That just caused me to determine that I'm really going to not speak much about other people, especially when when I've got frustration and negativity going on in my heart. 
Yes, if somebody hears us uh, that we've been speaking about them, that definitely is not helpful. It definitely manifests that we have a dysfunctional behavior. You know, the scripture says if we've got a problem with somebody, go to them directly. Matthew 18, 15 talks about the process to go through. Don't go to other people, go to the person. Now, obviously, there's going to be times where we may need to process with somebody and get somebody's opinion. But how we process is really such an important factor. And we need to be processing with people mature enough who are going to be able to handle what we're sharing. We don't want our offense, especially if we're frustrated, offended, feel like we've been mistreated, victimized, dishonored. If we're battling those emotions in relationships, who we talk to about that is really important. If we're in the habit of just making offhanded comments about people or venting about people or processing too much about people, here's what's going to happen to those who are listening to us. They're going to conclude, and often this is subconscious conclusion, they're going to conclude that, hmm, this person I may not be able to trust as much relationally. And they're going to think, if they're talking about others in this way, I wonder if they're talking about me in this way. And so it, it just begins to lessen trust, which ultimately lessens favor. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this today. Three things that decrease favor. First is pride, condescension, not believing in people, believing that you're superior to those in your life, those you're talking to. Secondly, is not giving people the benefit of the doubt. Thirdly, is not speaking well about people, venting negativity about others, talking too much about others. You know, even as leadership teams, let me just say this. I know there's some church leaders who are listening to this or business leaders in your organization. You say, then how do we talk about people? Is it okay to talk about them? Yeah, it is. We have to talk about. As a pastor, as my elder team, we would talk about what's happening with different ones. Here's the thing. Don't put identities on the people based on their behavior and don't label them as something, which is basically the same thing. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Remember, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And also remember, the joy of the Lord is your strength. There's no convenient season to have joy. I don't need joy at the end of the battle. I need joy in the middle of the battle. There will never be a time in my life where there won't be some unresolved situations or some uncertainties about the future. So if I'm waiting for those to not happen, then I'm probably never going to be joyful. Look forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.